welcome everyone to the Beauty Unearthed podcast. I'm so excited for us to be doing our first interview today. Um, who we're interviewing today, I'm so excited to share with you all. She's absolute career goals. She's an editorial hairstylist with seven years experience. She's worked in numerous high-end salons in Sydney, worked in various editorial campaigns, global fashion weeks, assisting the industry's best in hair, and has worked with major clients such as Benefit, Devoca Models and Coca Bun Powder. So we're really lucky to have her on the podcast today. Um, I'm going to get her to introduce her name purely because she's got a European last name like me. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation like nothing else. So Megan, if you can just give us a little bit of a shout out, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Megan Matajasvic. Beautiful. Perfect. So um, what I'd love to start with today, because you've been in the industry for seven years now, so really quite a long time. So if you could just tell us, like, what made you start your journey in the beauty industry? Uh, For me, starting or getting into the beauty industry, it kind of started with makeup. Uh, The second year out of school, I did a makeup course uh, here in Canberra. And I loved it. I did the diploma in, I think, special effect makeup it was at the time. And my goal was to always do makeup and be within like the fashion beauty industry that through like that element. But what I found not long after I finished my course was that I wasn't getting booked as often as I thought I would be. And I just, it just wasn't quite working. So A friend of mine suggested that I go and have a chat to one of the local salons here in Canberra and see if hairdressing was something that maybe was up my alley. Um, So I did. And I thought I was just going to have a chat. They thought I was going in for an interview. But in the end, I started my apprenticeship and in hairdressing and the rest is kind of history. I, once I started and kind of really got into it and started Um, like learning the industry and how it works and what kind of skills you've got and the different avenues that you can kind of take it I just kind of fell in love and it's kind of been my ultimate passion and I guess goal in life to get as far and far in the career as I possibly can yeah beautiful and you know what that's one of the most beautiful things that I love about the industry is that there is so many different ways that you can take it like you can do you know your more pampering skin treatments you can do clinical skin you can do hairdressing you can do makeup and even those categories have subcategories of their own so there's so much that we can do and um, I think what's going to be really good for our listeners to hear because you're someone who's got quite a lot of success in your own right I'm sure those days that you said when you first started were quite hard like you said that you did struggle a little bit in the start with building clients so if you just want to let us know what your experiences were with that yeah so I think the biggest thing for me like has I do I am kind of it is hard to build clients right so having the trust of a client and having the privilege to look after a client is a huge um I take a lot of pride in it and I have a lot of high expectations when it comes to how I um, present myself and how I um, want my clients to experience um, hairdressing when they come to see me. So I think the industry, there's so many hairdressers out there and it's really kind of 
uh, hard in the beginning to really work out like what is it why are you in the industry what is it you want to get out of the industry where do you want to go with it but also what kind of impact do you want to make on other people's lives because it's not just about doing someone's hair it's about how you make them feel while they're sitting in your chair and what you kind of talk about and um, engage with them and connect with them about during their service that I think really sets you apart. The industry is so saturated, it's so competitive, it's so full of egos. I think for me, it's a lot of my struggles have been with trying to really work out what my identity is within the industry and how to really create my own niche in such a varied field. Um, it's something I still work on. I still am trying to build my clientele up here in Canberra after living in Sydney for five and a half years. Um, and I have struggled a little bit with self-confidence and, you know, just really owning like what I am and who I am and what I want to provide to the industry here. Um, so it's a work in progress, but I feel a lot more, I guess, directed and I've got a lot more vision as to where I want to take what I'm doing currently. Mm, yeah for sure and I love that you touched on this actually because you're right the industry is so saturated and I think um, what's really quite unfortunate is that there's a lot of really beautiful people who get started in this industry who have their heart in the right place who sometimes feel like they're drowned out by the big players and like you said building your identity is so important to actually feel like you can have your place in the industry. So from what you've said, would you agree that finding your point of difference would always kind of relate back to why you actually got into the industry in the first place and what you want to give your clients? Yeah, I guess so. I think for me, I mean, I've always kind of been creative and I've always wanted to work within like fashion, hair and beauty. So I think my biggest uh, I guess push to get into the industry was I wanted to do a job where I did something different every day I could express my creativity I didn't have to sit behind a desk but I could also connect with people on a daily basis and learn their story and you know not gain information but just start to understand who other people are and what their journeys have been and how I can help make their day or their moment in time feel just a little bit better so I feel like, yeah, my identity has kind of circled back to, you know, connection, I think, with other people is my my main passion to get or one of the main reasons I've gotten into hairdressing. And it is something that I think in recent years, like seven years later down the track, has really guided me into a niche that I'm slowly starting to develop more with my own clients. Mm, yeah definitely you know and as we all know like that's so important in building and ma maintaining our client base is actually building that connection with our clients because I know from experience and I'm sure Megan you can attest to this too is if you provide an optimum service if you build connection with your clients your clients don't care how much you cost. They're not prepared to go to a cheaper salon down the road because what they're paying for is you not necessarily the service. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And every person's different and everyone values themselves different and their service different. I'm someone that likes to take my time and spend one-on-one -on -one time with my clients and really make it a relaxing 
open safe space for my clients to talk about whatever they would like whether it's you know the latest tv show or whether it's something a little bit more deep and meaningful maybe about some of the struggles that they're facing in their daily life and I like to think that my clients come to see me because I provide that you know space for them to connect on a deeper level and the clients that I do have I appreciate them as much as they appreciate me I give as much as as much as I can to them and they always give me something back and it's not necessarily you know a money exchange well that's great and it helps me live my life the way I want to live my life for me it's that uh, I guess emotional connection exchange that we give each other that makes each of our lives richer each time we see each other yeah and and you know what like that's so beautiful I love everything you said about that because you said it's an equal exchange like you get just as much out of that client experience than what the client gets and I think that that's really the way that it should be and um I'd say then too you know you've it sounds like you've touched a little bit on what you love about the industry already already but if you want to elaborate a bit more for us that would be great I think the industry what I love about it is we're all very social beings. We spend our whole days talking to people, whether it be fellow co-workers in the salon, um, sales reps for the brands that we use, our clients, our clients' kids, or whoever it is that is in our salon space or our work environment. And that's one thing I love about it. Everyone normally is really friendly, really open, and we're all just there to have a good time and provide an amazing service and experience for those people that trust us enough to do their hair and get, you know, have a deeper connection with. Because it comes with a lot of trust to be, like being a hairdresser. You know, someone sits down in your chair and you've got to make sure that they feel comfortable enough to let you touch them. It's very, touching someone that you don't know is quite a, personal and intimate kind of um, process so I think you know that having that personality where you can kind of talk and engage to anybody and everybody is so important and it is something that I love about the industry because a lot of the people I connect with within the industry are really all open to sharing we're always talking about experiences what we can you know, learn and grow into within our spaces. Um, And that's the great thing about hairdressing. You know, it changes all the time. You're always um, trying to keep up with the latest trends or, you know, economic trends or whether it be fashion trends and things like that. There's seasons and things where hair looks can change as well, length, colour, all that kind of thing. And I guess that's another thing I love about the industry. There's so much variation each and every day from client to client, but also season to season and year to year and, you know, economic growth to economic downturn and, you know, all those kind of crazy things that happen, you know, outside of hairdressing kind of come back and impact hairdressing and no day is the same. You you never go into a day feeling the same and you never come out of a day feeling the same and no day repeats itself. Mm, um, it yeah. And I think I, I love that because every day is different. Every day you can learn something can grow and, you know, take something in. And I do a lot of creative work outside of the salon. I love doing, you know, fashion week work or client campaigns or models and photo shoots and stuff like that. And that's, 
not necessarily something that I always take back to the salon, but it's something that kind of fills up my creative bucket for the industry and helps me kind of push further and push harder and grow and get bigger. And then I take back what I think my clients will utilize from those experiences, not necessarily the whole experience. I kind of will tailor what I've learned and what I do and what I grow outside of that space and bring it back to tailor it to my clients as well, which I really love. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And I think that's the brilliant thing about it because, as you said, it's so seasonal. Things change all the time. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure you can agree it's an industry where you just don't stop learning because seasons and trends just change all the time. Yeah. I think if you stop learning and you stop trying to educate yourself and grow and become better, and I think it comes on a, on a daily basis as well. Like there's not one client that I look at um, or leave, you know, that I let leave my salon every day that I go, oh, that was perfect. I always try and learn something from each experience with my clients in terms of my application or my timing or my color choice and things like that. But yeah, the industry, it, there's so much to learn. You'll never know everything and things change so often that you need to continue to learn and grow. And I think if you become stuck not growing and not learning and not educating yourself about your industry, you become stuck and stagnant and stale. And I think it's important for those um, young people coming through the industry or that might be interested in our industries is you've got to work hard, but you've got to find what you're passionate about within the industry to then work hard towards yeah, I feel like the whole, yeah, like the whole industry as a whole, you're not going to love every second. You will find what you're little, what you're more interested in. And I think if you can find what that is and learn as much as you can and always try and do new things and be new things and grow, you've got more success ahead of you than if you just go, oh, well, I went to TAFE. I learned all I need to learn. I don't need to do anything else. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's the kind of thing where sometimes it can even get to the point where it's overwhelming because as a new person, you come in and there's so much to learn. And even when you are experienced and as experienced as you being in it for seven years, there's always times where we can kind of become a bit overwhelmed with the amount of new things that we can learn at times. So then I guess what would be great for us to touch on is like what are the challenges that you've actually faced? Because I think a lot of people come into to the beauty industry because they think oh it'll be easy it'll be really fun but oh it's up there <laughs> when, it, yeah. when it comes to challenges for sure 100 percent. you know I was thinking about this earlier and because I was a bit kind of stumped by you know what my challenges have been through this journey and I think yes it's hard learning how to cut hair how to color hair how to know when a color's ready how to know if a cut's you know perfect I'm sure it's the same in the beauty industry you know analyzing skin and what treatments are right and what products are right for people or same with makeup like color matching what you know makeup design suits what eye shape or brow shape and things like that but and it is a challenge like when you're learning it's supposed to be hard you know, you're supposed to find it challenging. You're supposed to have a bit of a breakdown, have a bit of a cry. You're supposed to pick yourself back up and, you know, keep moving forward. But I think my 
biggest challenge that I faced in the industry and I still face it today. And I think I will always probably face it is lack of confidence in my abilities. Like I have people tell me all the time that I'm their favorite hairdresser and I'm so good at my job and they love working with me and my, my, my creative mind's amazing or my haircuts are amazing or my color work's amazing. And I feel, I feel so grateful to obviously get those comments and those feed and that feedback, but confidence in your ability and is a huge thing for me. Like I struggle a lot with confidence because I always want my work to be perfect. And if it's not perfect in my eyes, I tend to take it as I haven't done my job properly. Um, It's gotten better as I've gotten more experience. I'm seven years down the track. Um, But, you know, it's still something that I'd struggle with and deal with every day is I wish I could have done this and this and this better on that client or, I wish that cut was, you know, the hair was an inch longer. So that cut was absolutely perfect. Or I did this instead of that with the styling or use that product instead of this product. And, you know, I'm quite hard on myself and I set very high standards for myself and I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to my job and our industry. So I think they're my biggest challenges. Um, I guess within the workspace and I guess it kind of comes back to my personal life as well as having you know a bit more confidence to kind of put myself out there and you know have a little bit more of an ego than what I have um the industry is full of a lot of big egos and I think for me I don't ever want to be seen as someone that thinks they're better than someone else or thinks that they are above others because I feel like everybody is equal. It's just a different story and we just need to meet them at their story and they meet us at our story. That's why they're in your life. So yeah, I think that's yeah my biggest challenge. Yeah. And you know what? And I love that you brought that up as well because I think like when I look like with the amount of therapists that I've worked with over the years it's it's endemic like there's so many of us that work in this industry where we provide great work and you've proven that through what you've done in your career but it's so common at the same time for us all to have this part within ourselves where we go oh okay I'm not good enough was that cut and color actually okay could have I done that treatment plan better than the way that I wrote it out and it can be really quite challenging because we're dealing with people. We're not dealing with spreadsheets. Like we want to get that service perfect. And I think for you, I think, um, let me know if you agree with this or not. Do you feel like maybe the reason why you are so successful is because you have been self-critical? Yeah, because it makes me grow. It makes me try even harder. I'm very passionate and driven about the industry and I've now that I have kind of you know it's taken me almost seven years but now that I've really worked out where my place is and where I want to take the industry and where I want to stand in the industry as my own person as my own business I definitely I definitely you know feel that and think that I I just yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I lost what we were talking about. <laughs> You're right. Hey, I think we've done pretty well seeing how far we've gone. We haven't lost ourselves. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So, you know, you're all but, good. Yeah, I think the industry, 
I think, yeah, being self-critical of my work and I guess even my where I currently stand within my own business and where within the industry, I want to achieve and grow and gain so much more than what I currently have. And I think that for me is such a huge driving force to really like fuel my fire to actually get where I want to go. It's so scary to really put yourself out there and be your own person and your own identity within the industry. Um, And I have struggled quite a lot with that, but to be able to actually sit here and chat to you and talk to you and be sure about who I am what I stand for within the industry and what I want my clients and people that know me and work with me to experience from me. I feel really excited, really passionate and really driven to kind of grow and climb as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's beautiful. Like, you know, to be able to use what is like feels detrimental to begin with, but to actually turn that into a strength, I think is is such an important quality to be able to have. So I guess, you know, given that you're quite experienced, I'm sure we'll probably have some listeners who have felt like that before, who may not have your experience and might feel like they want to give up. Like what, what words of wisdom or advice would you have for those listeners? Um. A lot of my experiences come from unpaid work and it feels really hard to say that, but there are some, there are some times when you need to just, if the experience is worth it and you know, you're going to gain so much for it, but it's not paid. The experience is the pay, the knowledge and wisdom you'll get from it is the pay. Um, I think a lot of young people don't want to work for free and I completely understand that and I agree with it that it should kind of change and switch but some of my best learning experiences and some of my best motivators have been experienced on jobs where I haven't been paid but I've literally just been giving my time for the opportunity Um, but I think if someone is young in the industry and they're not quite sure about where they stand or where they want to go it would be to learn as absolutely much as you can the more you learn the more you know the bigger you grow and the better you get and the more experiences come your way it's hard work and you need to be dedicated I lived in Sydney for five and a half years I did my apprenticeship there at an amazing salon in Paddington I worked most of my whole entire career there six days a week. It was tough. I sacrificed a lot, but it was worth it. I have a great resume. I have so much more to give and do and grow within and up to in the industry. And I think, you know, it's really hard when you're young because there's so much pressure when you leave school to find out you know, to go and do something, to be someone, to know what you want to do for the future. I didn't start hairdressing till I was 21. Best decision I ever made. I was a little bit older. I had more experience. I knew what I didn't want. I knew that I was willing to work hard to get as far with it, like as far in the industry as I possibly could. And once I was passionate about it, it just worked for me. 
So I think as long as you're passionate and you're interested and you're learning and you're excited to learn and you're excited to grow and be bigger and stronger than what you currently are, you're always going to find your way. You're going to cry. You're going to think you're going to fail. You're going to be really hard on yourself and think it's not worth it or you're not worth it or you'll never be good enough. But if you can get through those tough moments with really good support and a really good direction for the future, you will look back in seven years' time like I do to the start of my apprenticeship and look at how far you've kind of come and how hard you've worked to get to where you are. Yeah, of course, 100%. I agree with that. Like the amount of determination it takes, and I think that's evident for any career, really. Like if you want to make a name for yourself in something, you have to put in the hard work. Like it's not as simple as going, all right, I've done my study, I'm going to get a job and that's it. The answer is what are you actually willing to sacrifice and are you able to put in the amount of determination to achieve what you want to achieve in your career? So that that's just absolutely bang on. And what I think is really beautiful about the beauty industry in particular is we all have an individual meaning of what beauty means to us. Like you could ask 50 people that you all randomly meet on the street and they're all going to give you a different answer. So for you, Megan, like what would you say beauty means to you? Um, I agree with you. Everyone's beauty is different and everyone has a different view of beauty. And I think that just comes from, you know, life experiences and things like that. But for me, beauty is really trying to capture the person you are on the inside and bringing it to the outside. I have, you know, beautiful curly hair and I love my curly hair. That doesn't change about me, but my, you know, depending on my mood or, you know, how I'm feeling that day or, you know, what season it is, you know, my hair is always changing. You know, sometimes it's dark, sometimes it's blonde. I prefer being lighter. So it's often on the lighter side in terms of coloring but you know for me there's times where I've had really short hair um, and a little bit more edgy I've kind of grown it out and it's been a bit more long and a bit more kind of wild and free Um, at the moment it's a bit of a mix of like safe and edgy I've got you know a bit of a micro fringe with a bit more length so for me it's just beauty is capturing something that is unique that is different that is going to change the way you think and will inspire you to find something deeper within yourself to bring to the surface to show people. I love that. That's just so inspirational because, you know, I love how it's meshing what's on the inside and bringing it to the outside. That's so important because, you know, it's really easy for us with societal pressures at the moment to focus solely on what's the outside, on that what is on the outside. But your message is very different to that. And what I really like is that meshes in beautifully with your motto, which um, I read about earlier, which is create the story, extract the beauty and bring a twist. Like that just sums it up so beautifully. Like if I was to see a hairdresser, I'd be like, yep, this is my girl. They're not just going to be doing what they think. They really want to bring what's inside of me. And I think that's just something that's so important. 
Yeah. I think everyone has an idea of how they want to look and how they want to feel on the outside. It's part of how we live our life. You know, our life is visual these days with social media the way it is. And you can't avoid that aspect of our life. You know, the visual is always going to be there and it's always going to matter because first impressions are something that we all do, whether we want to have a first impression of someone, we always do. But I think if you can bring out what you feel and who you are, the essence of who you are on the inside, and you can start to express it the way you want to on the outside, then that's your beauty. And it's my job as a hairdresser to work out or to create with you what that beauty on the inside is on the outside. If you want and identify with wanting to have, um, you know, bright pink hair, you know, shaved on one side, but really long on the other side, well, that's what you want. That's what resonates with you. If you want something that's a little bit more natural and lived in, but a little bit brighter and spunkier and works with the texture of your hair, perfect. I can help you with that too. Like, For me, it's just really about tailoring what I do to my clients so that they can feel their ultimate best when they walk out of seeing me. Yeah, of course. And I think, oh, that just makes my heart melt, really. Like, it's, you know, so important for us to listen to our clients, what it is that they want, and bring that out for them. Because there's nothing worse than when you have any experience, whether you go into a beauty salon or a hair salon, and you've just got someone who doesn't really care and just does what they think, and that's it. So, um, Megan, I have to thank you so much for coming on today. I'm sure you've given our listeners so much inspiration, whether they're far along in their career, or they're just starting I'd really also implore people to follow Megan on her socials so Instagram Megan.Matajasevic did I butcher that yeah I'm so sorry it's close (laughs) it's close enough (laughs) oh my goodness but yeah look if you just type it if you just type in Megan M the rest of it will kind of show up and you'll be like oh yeah I think that's her and it'll work itself out amazing thank god for autofill hey exactly (laughs) all right beautiful well thank you so much everyone um i'll pop megan's details down in the summary of the podcast and we'll hear from you all soon thanks for listening